Welcome to Nerds You Get Laid Sometimes. sometimes. Unless you're Blaze. Yeah. Then it's all the time. Then it's never. <laughs> we could be really drunk and really mean and be like, hey, <laughs> how long's this last podcast? But we won't do that to you, Blaze. <laughs> Good. So, welcome to episode two featuring Blaze. That's right. You're getting two He's weeks. come two weeks Two in a weeks row. of Blaze. Two weeks <laughs> Holy hell balls. Wow. How did this even happen? I don't know. You know what I wonder if it is, Nate? What's that? I'm almost wondering if it's time travel. Oh, my God. I don't know. Ask Chris. He's my right. That's (laughs) right. We're talking about time travel again. (laughs) (laughs) Time travel. One of the biggest things you can talk about that confuses most nerds or angers them. Wow, this is but tonight we're going to talk about time travel machines. This is a really epic time travel song. Tonight we're going to talk about Mega Man. <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about how Neb. You know what? You guys keep making fun of the music I make for this hey, show. Hey, I like it. I like it. I'm I not making really fun of that one. That I'm, one was good. I'm going to leave. I know it was sick. Yeah, that one was good. That's why I threw up all over the keyboard while I made it. <laughs> it was so sick. Um, so, time travel machines. So, we have tried to capture the whole topic of time travel, which for most people is so beyond their thought process. It just, more, just makes you angry when you think about time travel. It, it's a hard thing to really process. We did a whole episode we about did. It was our uh, second or third episode. Yeah, it was yeah. a real... Well, second was Overly Jersey Thor. Yeah. Well, it was Alpha, so it was Jersey, third. Thor, and I think it was the third. Mine started with yeah. the R word a lot. Yeah. We were overly ambitious, so we're going to dumb it down. We're going to take a step back from the overarching of moving to forward or past of time travel and all the different storylines that have. We're going to talk about the actual machines that get you there. And we're going to talk about the physics behind all of them. Probably, Probably not on that not. side. But, you know, there, if you read books or if you watch movies or even cartoons. I don't know any of those things. There is just, there's a million different machines out there to get you to the past and uh, or to the future. So we're going to look at everybody. And which one really grabs you? What's the one that you love the most? Um, I'm going to jump right in with old man Hancock, who's been around since time's been invented. And just see which one. He doesn't need a time machine. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just, he just his lives. body. Yeah. Um, I like um, if if we're talking about like the movies where it happened and everything, uh, that that's a different answer for me altogether because there's always just like sometimes there's just a machine and it's not anything like, uh, you know, like a DeLorean or a phone. What's your favorite form like of transportation in movie, book, or comic? One of my favorites, um, because to me it seems so out of, like, just weird, is uh, in Flash they use the cosmic treadmill, which is just a treadmill that if a speedster runs really fast on can take them to a precise point in time and that's to i want to give ray the, the weirdest the award for the nerdiest time Lames. travel answer, that you asked for time travel answer. well uh, also it's called <laughs> the cosmic treadmill 
says, uh, no, says great the, answer. Says though. the oldest man in the room. Why do you like that one? Out of all the different, I don't because uh, he would get into shape while traveling through time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get into shape. You can sit there and play your PSP or whatever. And um, so during the day when you're fixing PSPs, <laughs> which you're referencing your own life as, yeah, yeah, yeah. PSP repairman, which is what you look like. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I can't a hundred percent say like it's my favorite. But it's, it's the one, one that intrigues me a lot. I want to find the person. I don't know who actually wrote the issue where that was invented. But I want to find them and be like, I know you were working on Flash and he runs fast. And it makes complete logical sense. So put him on a treadmill. But where did you come up with the idea it's to weird. have a treadmill that sends him through time? That is like phoning it in <laughs> if I've ever heard it. I vote for immediate next. All right, Blaze. That's you. That's you, Nate. In one place, I guess. I mean, that's true. That's a hell of a uh, fucking uh, fucking treadmill. That's all I can say. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's probably that's no, that's way past rabbit speed. Well, what do I mean? Like, I mean, it was, it was before <laughs> Injustice. Rabbit. Time travel. It was before Injustice, but Injustice redid it again. Yeah. And All right, Blaze. What's your form that you enjoy? Mine. Yes. <sighs> this is gonna sound really lame. That's the uh, Klingon warbird that warp warps around, around the, the sun, sun to slow down time, so right. that you can go get a whale. So I can get a whale out that of can the speak ocean to a giant machine yes. that only speaks whale and. <laughs> I want to make note. R.I.P. Leonard Nimoy. That <laughs> Blaze was the one who was instantly going to make fun of me for my cosmic treadmill. <laughs> I would like to make note that Ray is old and uh, he will die soon. <laughs> he is wow. going to die sooner than anyone else in the podcast. All right. Going from that. <laughs> just doesn't like we're recording, so I'm just double checking. We always have to double check. We have to double check, Ray. <laughs> All right. So I'm why, why is that mm-hmm. your choice of time travel? Like uh, hippity hopping around the sun in a because in a Klingon, yeah, warbird, warbird. So you can get a whale to save the. Earth. Okay, it's not because of the whale. It is because the, of the fact whale. that a actual physicist can go through and be like, this is actually a, a possible version of time travel is is enough credit for me okay all right well all right mike you're the only person i'm worried about stealing my answer on this one and he probably will and i'm literally on the edge of my seat i'm about to fall off What is your form of that was what i was worried about time it's actually the uh a collection of uh uh, Fist Queen and PVC pipes from the movie Primer. <laughs> All right, it's okay, a that's piece not my of shit. Now I'm fucking with Chris. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you you're so welcome. Much. It's uh, probably a hot tub. You're going with oh, hot tub yeah. time machine. I you, love dude, the idea of us just being able to party I in mean, a hot yeah, tub. Yeah, you party so fucking hard, you go back in time. <laughs> How would you not like that? I mean, I party pretty hard. I would never like, in a hot tub. Yeah. I wouldn't like that because I'm getting late less than I am now. 
So that's that's your 100% honest answer. If you had to time travel. You could go back in time and slap yourself and say, hey, don't like metal and be a (laughs) faggot. Okay, that's a bit of an attack, you asshole. <laughs> well, I had to think of something funny that would totally hurt you on the inside. It so did. That, that's what. So it out did. of all, all the different time travel uh, uh, mechanisms, uh, either that or the time cop one. Time Just cop. Like, okay, let's time slam you good. into a, a wall at high speed, and you go back in time. I, I love that because can you imagine how many people that had a test before that yeah. happened were just actually impacted we're just gonna mosquito put style. This dog in here and this dummy filled with jelly. Why that way? What what kind of draws you to that? Uh, well, it's accurate. Unlike the hot tub, you can't really pick and choose where you want to go. Just uh, with a time cop uh, time unit, you can. You get a nice roller coaster ride out of it. Uh, you. Uh, I don't know. It just seems cool. I mean, seems legit. All right, seems cool. legit. I I think you could slam a big giant metal thing into a wall in due time. That uh, physicists have proven that can work. All right, Chris. What about you, sir? What would be your form of time travel if you could choose out of all the time travel mechanisms that have been developed? I think my favorite form of time travel would be um, from the Grant Morrison book, The Invisibles. Mm-hmm. Which basically involves um, doing a shit ton of LSD and using chaos magic to travel through time. Who doesn't love a little bit of chaos magic? (laughs) Yeah. um, Basically, you you summon John Lennon (laughs) because John Lennon is God and he just sends you wherever you want to go. Um... I mean, That's the way you do it's it. listen. Um, for John Lennon, I'm all for it. Aliens have taken over, and um, they're destroying all of our creativity. So we have to time travel back to the French Revolution and save the Marquis de Sade, and bring oh. him back to the future. And um, Grant Morrison walks a very fine line between brilliance and batshit. And yeah, it's that, always super entertaining. But I would say as far as the most realistic, um He's just ripping off a of Bill and Ted. I kinda liked um I kinda liked Primer, actually. <laughs> I know you guys hate that movie. I think but I, I haven't watched it. Yet. Um, I haven't watched it. I know there's a, there's I like, an open air of, of hate of Stanley Kubrick, um, which this kind of bases off of. Yeah, I enjoy his movies. I have not seen Primer, so I have no idea why that comes from all this. It's yeah. not a Kubrick movie. It's not pr- Kubrick. I know, no. I know it's oh. not, but I, I know it somehow. Also, you guys can hate on from. Kubrick all you want because I still love him. And also, I'm not good. drunk enough to scream, "Blaze, you stupid fucking nerd friends!" I hate him. <laughs> I like how he self-referenced that before he said it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Blaze. Well, I mean, we might not be able to go back in time, but he just showed us your future. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I I right, really liked uh, Primer. I liked how it was like it was a very definite uh, period of time travel. Like, you could only travel maybe like 24 hours or something like that. 
Kind of like Nick, Nick Cage's famous movie, Eight, eight Seconds, where sure. he can see eight horrible. seconds in the future. Eight seconds. That oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you meant the rodeo movie. I did, too. Uh, but I, what the I regret, was called Eight Seconds? I regret I everything that called. came after my mouth after The Invisibles. <laughs> I take it back, The Invisibles. We can't time travel this recording. But uh, <laughs> If you right. guys do acid and use chaos magic, John Lennon will take you wherever you want to go. All right. When I when I was thinking about this, there I mean there really is tons of different ways that you can travel in fiction. Um, you know, from almost the, any. Yeah. Some would say anyway. Anyway, I mean there really is. I mean, the DeLorean, which is to me the most iconic, which is also one of the most steadfast. You know, you're going to get where you want to go because you actually get to punch in the date. Most Literal places are time yeah, circuits. Yeah. <coughs> Anything else, you're you're literally hitting a button and just hoping for the best. My favorite, though, out of everything I've ever watched was from an episode of The Simpsons where Homer is fixing the toaster. The hammock? No, oh, the hammock. They, yeah, the hammock one where he was. No, he fixes a toaster, and every time he pushes it down, he time travels. Oh, to yeah. Like, like, I, I don't even know how you thought I was going to take that. Like we, we talked about it recently, but... It just it would never have occurred to me. I forgot what even made him travel in time. I yeah, just remember, it's one. I just remember it, him traveling. It's from Halloween. Uh, you know, Treehouse of Horrors. Tree, yeah, Treehouse Horrors. But it's just such a great one because every time he dinks with it, it just you never know what's going to pop up. Uh, you know, one one party jumps up and he's in the prehistoric age. Every time he pops up and he's super rich and everything's nice, and he says, "You know, Marge, would you hand me a donut?" And she goes, "What is that?" And he runs back downstairs and time Screaming. travels, and then all of a sudden it starts to rain and it's donuts. And she's like, "Oh, it's raining again." And that alternate dimension is donuts. <laughs> to me, it's, just, it's one of my favorite ways of time travel. Is I mean, it's literally a ten minute episode. The best one is the one where he comes upstairs. And Maggie is like this Lovecraftian demon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, truly, this is a bizarre and strange universe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, it's one of my favorite things of The Simpsons ever is when he's time traveling by a toaster. Um, I just love it, man. It's one of my favorites. If, if I have to look into a, you know, time travel on a realistic stage, um, Blaze, real quick. I've actually never got to see your Mr. Burns tattoo in real life. I'll show it to you in a bit. Please do. <laughs> Maybe that's for uh, that. his nose <laughs> is the, his nose is the dick. Yeah. Um, but uh one of my uh favorite ways, um I, I, I always enjoy really hard Terminator two. No, Terminator like butterfly two. Effect. I just like the You yeah, just time travel naked. Butterfly effect. I totally forget that that's a time travel effect. Yeah, you just get a brain tumor and you go back in time. I actually enjoyed Butterfly Effect. I love effect. that movie. That, that was a that movie that was That was with Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah, it was his only good movie. Like you talk about Aston Kutcher. You never like, saw Dude Where's My Car then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That's a good movie. That is. I love that movie. But yeah, um but uh What's mine say? Yeah, dude. dude what's mine uh, say? Sweet, there goes the movie, man. But yeah, uh, do you have the continuum transfunctioner? <laughs> so, time travel devices, a lot more successful than we actually trying to take on the concept of time travel and the different forms of it and the different timelines. And yeah, don't I, I'm just saying, mine's proved by physicists, but whatever. well, yeah. whatever. But what's your uh, least favorite time travel? What's the one that you're like you couldn't even believe? That one doesn't even. That's so dumb. What well, involves chaos, magic, and LSD? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a, a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna go throw myself in the traffic, you guys. 
Another one I really enjoyed. Great job, um, asshole. The end of Army of Darkness, Later, where he Vitrious. takes the serum and just sleeps for a thousand years. Okay, uh, I'll yeah. give you that one because <laughs> I love how he transports through the Necronomicon to Evil Dead to well, yeah, Army of Darkness, but the serum was. If we if we talk about uh, Sylvester Stallone's probably his best movie. Ooh, no, this had yeah, to do rhinestone. With <laughs> rhinestone. <laughs> you said it. rhinestone. No, with him with Wesley Snipes, and they're all uh, yeah, white man can't jump. White man, can't, they're all frozen, and then in the future four. they are. Unthawed. What movie was that? It's called uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. My favorite. Rocky yeah. Fifty Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Demolition Man frozen. had a very different form of time travel where you just freeze your entire body and then you wake up in the future, which is the Chrono. most realistic. Yeah, Ted Williams is doing that right now at Walt Disney. Encino Man. Good. Good. What was the Mel- same form of time travel? Wasn't there Gibson, a Mel Gibson movie where he yeah, did forever the same young. thing? Yeah. Forever young. And he like forever young. Do you really want to live forever? <laughs> forever young. And that's why this is what happens when you have a metal guy on your show. Key. <laughs> I promise not to do that anymore. That wasn't on. That wasn't in the key of C where we were at. You were in the key uh, of D. You need to show yourself out. For the out. devil. Or D for devil. <laughs> but yeah. No, uh, Forever Young. That is a very weird form. It's not really a lot of times for no reason. Captain America, another former time travel. <laughs> most people don't think I about. Guess that is all. Form, Let's talk about all the f- times that people have time traveled by being frozen. frozen. That Every was the time. frozen people. Do you All right, want well, to we've got it. Snowman? All right, well, that's it for time travel. If you don't like this episode, just get your ass to a toaster oh, and you. push it down and back the fuck out. Otherwise, thank you for listening to this segment about time travel mechanisms. Shut up, bitches. I am talking about to get Who listen to music and also read comic books. Do we now? Not all of us. We're not all comic readers. Some of us are movie like watchers. I feel like we reference comics a lot, but yeah. we don't talk about reference what we a lot. read. You do a lot. I'd a probably lot more do. than I really enjoy. But, um, <laughs> more know. than most people enjoy. You got Mike. Mike's an avid moviegoer. Yeah. Knows a lot about movies. Um, you know, TJ does Transformers and stuff. I am just a mix and match of stuff. Um, but when it comes to comics, I think, Ray, you'd probably be our go-to guy for uh, what's going on currently in the comic world. We got requested by Mr. Chris, who's guest starring in today. Just kind of kind of get a pulse check. Some. I would say a pulse check of what's going on in the comics right now. What is worth reading right now? Now, for disclaimers right now, for you listeners, Ray is almost 100% exclusively a Marvel guy. That that is sort of true. That is not but sort of. All of the stuff that I recommend to people, a lot of the stuff I read is, is Marvel stuff. But the stuff that I like to recommend to people usually isn't, um, because I enjoy X Men and Spider Man for the, like a lot of the nostalgia, and I started reading that stuff way back then, and I'm still going to read it even if it's bad. Um, I will say 
even though I'm a super like indie mm-hmm. guy, like graphic novel kind of guy, I read um, the Iron Man Extremis, mm-hmm. and it was it was good. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah. it was amazing to the point where when it actually showed up in the movie, I was. Um, I was enraged Excited about it. Oh, enraged because it it turned out to be Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. just That's like, "That's a bad one." <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, so for current stuff going on, I mean, because there's actually a lot of stuff going on in the comic world right now. There and really I, I is. will admittedly say that uh, when it comes to DC size stuff, I'm not up to date on it. Um, yeah. I'm a very lazy comic reader. I will buy. I buy the novels. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm I like to buy the back I, issues. I like to collect, so I like to get you, the floppies. You, you're current. You're yeah. a current guy. Blaze, what did you have to say? Nathan, have you read Gotham by N- Midnight? No, I have not. That's one of the ones that's you, on my list. Is it start. current or is it an older thing? It's pretty thing? current. They're still okay. doing it. Okay. I thought it was an older thing, but I, I'm fantastic. into it. That's, um, so far, it's one of the best Spectre storylines. The older one is Gotham by Gaslight. I know that one. Gaslight, right, which Gaslight. I did which not is enjoy. Batman hunting down Jack the, Jack Ripper. the Ripper. I actually read yeah, that. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I read that because someone was, told me it was their favorite yeah. Batman story, and I read it, and I was like, you have really bad taste in Batman, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's not a great story. It's a cool concept, but a terrible execution. No, yeah. By Midnight's way better. That's what, I, that's what I've heard. And um, <laughs> I hate to be this guy. Um, of course you but are. I've I've wanted to get into I hate to be that guy, but he is that guy. Yeah, I, I am. I, right now, I'm that guy because I've wanted to get into right Con- now, um, Constantine and Hellblazer and stuff like that, and I just never did. And then the TV show came out, and now I really want to get into that stuff. But I haven't read any of it. They're about DC's about to go through convergence. Um, I'm going to hop on with that, even though I have been told, in, unless you've been a, a diehard, this is like a a big thing for fans and I'm not a diehard fan so I probably won't get the inside joke or not jokes but inside things but I'm gonna hop on there there's a new Constantine that's gonna come out I wanna hit on the Justice League Dark stuff and more of that kind of stuff with with those characters and all because I did read the new 52 Animal Man and Swamp Thing um, pretty far into it and those were fabulous I, I'll agree on the Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing, was, New 52, was really good. It was really, really, was good. really good. I think the Animal Man was a lot better than the Swamp Thing because the Swamp Thing was Animal good. Animal Man had a lot of, I a lot of hype around him. It I, was I do really not like good. Animal Man. No, and Animal Man's one of those characters that normally is like, you, you copy animals, that's dumb. But there are certain writers that can get a hold of a dumb character and make a fabulous story. I, I guess that's why I'm still more... Toward Swamp Thing just because of Alan He's Moore. Actually, yeah, yeah. Alan Did Moore. you guys ever actually read the Grant Morrison run on Animal Man? I never read the I Animal don't believe Man, so. No. Was that before? No, that's pre New, uh, New 52, right? Yeah, this okay. is like 80s no, or did. 90s. No, 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 I never did. I never did. It's, um, it's, he, he basically, um, like he learns how to communicate with all animals and then mm-hmm. he learns how to communicate with the earth and like he learns how to like communicate with like the universe and the basically like the entire run ends with him becoming completely self-aware uh-huh. and he realizes he's just a character in a comic book and he has this Job-like wow. talking to God discussion with Grant Morrison 
just like you killed my family and my wife to increase readership. Wow. Like I'm I'm alive. I feel like I don't and hear about that run. Well, that often. it's it's I, old. I, I, maybe and maybe it's, maybe it's overshadowed by some of his other works, but that sounds really good. Yeah. Oh. It's um it's definitely like one of those like, you know, like Alan Moore like took Swamp Thing, which yeah. I mean before. Um I loved Swamp Thing before yeah. that because Bernie Wrightston is just holy shit. Like he's one of my favorite comic book artists of all time. And I love like Bernie Wrightston doing horror stuff. But yeah, it's definitely like one of those, you know, like UK guys getting a hold of like a character no one gave a shit about and they just completely turn it into like this piece of art. One of the uh, one of the currents that I'm I'm really into right now, um, Scott Snyder, who does a lot of Batman stuff, is working on a comic called um, Witches, and it's kind of a horror comic. Um, there's this family. Uh, the lady is in a wheelchair. Uh, I don't think so far. It's only about four or five issues in. I don't think you really know why she's in a wheelchair. Um, the husband is um i believe he's a writer or something to that effect and the girl is um their daughter she's a teenager she's kind of really scared of a lot of things um and the dad used to be alcohol an alcoholic and something happened and you don't know what all of this stuff is it's kind of unfolding um and uh, he, he like he wants to help his daughter not be so scared because he used to be scared and you don't know why, um, and they they they've moved to this new town and again you don't up up to the episode or the issue I'm in you don't know why, um, but but there's this overbearing thing of like something happened and they've moved uh, to this new place and everyone in the family was like cool with it, um. And you, you know that um, the girl was around uh, when um, a girl that was bullying her was murdered, but they never found out why. Um, they moved to this new town, and this thing finds the girl. And there's all there's all this very mystical stuff uh, behind these witches. Um, that are these beings from the beginning of time that are just here. The, and Scott Snyder, at the end of the first issue, uh, explains that uh, he was, uh, when he was a kid, him and this other friend used to go out in the woods and they found this old milk truck or something and they would like play there and stuff like that. And it was up in New, New England area and stuff. So they, uh, they decided they were going to go out and kill witches in the, in the woods as kids do. Um, and he said that they were out there. They would go out there every day with uh, like, with like hammers and sticks and stuff. And he said one uh, they would have like lunch out there and stuff. Their moms would make them lunch. They'd go have lunch at the old mil- uh, milk truck. And he said um, one day they went out there and there was a very like really tall man looking at them. And they were like, what the fuck? And just like ran off and went home. 
And that was kind of the end of them going to the mail truck. Uh, he moved away, grew up, became a comic book writer and everything. And he said he went back out to, uh, he went back home and went back and was jogging one day and was like, you know what, I'm going to go check out that mail truck, see if it's still there. That was a cool time. Went out there um, and he said he turned around and he saw that man again. And he said it just freaked him out. And he said, you know, upon further inspection of being, you know, a grown ass man now, um, it was a tree that looked like a man. But just the idea of something that was so old that it would wait there for 20, 30 years, knowing that he would come back, creeped him out. And that's what this whole story is supposed to be about. Something that's so old that it can just wait that long. Uh, and 20 it's, years is like 20 minutes. To yeah, it. exactly. And, Which is very scary. And the art in it is really kind of trippy. They've shown how they do a lot of their art and everything. Uh, and it's been a great, great comic so far. It's about five issues in. Uh, it's by Image. And like I said, Scott Snyder is doing it. It's, it's one that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That sounds that like something sounds, that would be down your. That sounds like a very, um, like a Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing. Like time means nothing, yeah, and they're just these ancient things just waiting. Exactly. Exactly. And is a, I scary just, idea. um, I mean, I can remember like freaking myself out as a kid. Like, um, I spent summers, like on a lake mm-hmm. and just like swimming across this lake, you know, you get out like so far and you can like maybe see down to your knees and then like down to your feet. Like yeah. you can't Darkness. see anything. Yeah. And you're like, you're 12 or whatever. And you just read like at the mountains of madness and you're just like, I know it's down there. Yeah. Like, it's just waiting. Waiting. And it's going to pull me under. And then, like, it's just. That was the thing. But, like, yeah, that thing that, like. Timeless creatures. It's not, it, it's not going to strike now. Because it doesn't have to. But give it a second. Yeah. And then it's going to get me. That was the thing. That, it, that it, It's just that constant just build up of yeah. fear. Like, not now. But just, but just give me a minute. Yeah, that was the thing when, when reading this. I really liked the first issue, but when I read that in part where he was explaining why he was doing the comic, even though it gave away some of the stuff, that creeped me out. No, I mean that's a in itself just a creepy idea. Like yeah. here goes a creature that is so old to you. Twenty years is twenty years. Like yeah. I mean, you just say that out loud. Twenty years. That's a, that's a lifetime for some mm. you know people. For these creatures that are so old, twenty years is nothing. Yeah. It's a blip on their their immortal lifespan. Like you know, like I, I'm just gonna wait here. You know, I'll wait. I'll He'll, wait twenty be years. Back. Yeah, they'll, they'll eventually be back. That's, yeah. And and that's nothing. Well, and and just that idea. That was the idea that he had in his mind. That thing has waited for me the whole time. And as a grown man, it creeped him out because he talked about like he didn't run away. Because, you know, he's a grown man. He knows better. He saw that it was a tree. But he said, he got out of there. Yeah. He didn't go back. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, there's there's always going to be something that will shake your nerves the, yeah. right, the right way. You know, no matter how old you are, there's 
things that will just get you that right way. So yeah. I, I, I can see where he's saying as a kid, this is what scared him yeah. to his bones. And now as an adult, it, it brought back the, the old fears, the fears that you yeah. used to have. But you're old enough now that you know that, you know, let me check this out and see exactly what's happening. That I mean, that puts a lot more weight into a comic that it really should. Yes. Yeah. At the same time, that's, that's a very cool thing. I, I and, and the that. story has been really good so far. The art is, is a little weird, but I still like it. Yeah. Um, Which, bring, I mean, it always brings back to, like, some people, they want to dismiss comics as such a throwaway thing, but there is iconic yeah. stories out there. And like we were saying, that that's a concept. If someone told me there's a book about it, I'd read the book. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you throw it to a comic, I'd read the comic because it's the same amount. There's a story there. There's the same amount of impact of stuff that's going on. People just take – they're like, oh, there's pictures in there, so it's not the same thing. Exactly. And that just disrespects and, the And there's some of the, some of the writers for some of this stuff. Like, I mean, you're talking about Grant Morrison and Alan Moore and all these people. Like, those are iconic people. But, like, Scott Snyder, who's a little newer to the game – this is a great story, and he also did a lot of the really, a lot of really good Batman He's stuff. He's also built his name's getting bigger. No, absolutely, he, he I'm really saying. Uh, but but those guys are iconic already, and this yeah. guy's building himself to be iconic. Yeah, what I was gonna say with, um, you know, what you were saying with the witches, like there's this thing that's in the woods or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just waiting forever. Yeah, and. That really seems to be in line with the Court of Owls. That yeah. like Court of it's Owls been there there's forever. There's this there's this thing that's been there forever, but yeah. no one knows. Yeah, about Yeah, that seems it. to be one of his and things that he really is. likes. You gotta, you gotta pull the veil back a little bit more. Yeah. You know, it's the Wizard of Oz thing. There's the wizard, and you gotta pull back to see what's yeah. going on behind there. And uh, I, I dig that. That's another one that cool I've idea. I've really been um, enjoying. And I'm not. I own all of them, but I haven't been keeping as current. Um, have, uh, Saga. Has anyone been reading Saga? I read I've the. Been f- the I read the first. Uh, I guess six the issues. F- okay. I Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, he wrote. Uh, did why the last man? Why the last man? When, Ex Machina. The Pride yeah, of Baghdad. Yeah. yeah, he's he's an amazing writer. He's another one that's an amazing writer. Um, and I remember when I picked up Why the Last Man when it first came out, and I was just blown away at how good this story was. So he's doing this space, like space romance odyssey, huge, gigantic story. Um, <clears throat> and I believe the opening of the book, um, my wife used to work at the library, and she she was like, oh, we have graphic novels. I'm going to start getting you some. And... Um, the opening of the book, I believe, is a humanoid-looking thing with a TV for a head having sex with another humanoid thing having TV, having a TV with a head. So uh, she was like, this is weird as hell. I'm going to bring this home and let him read it. I didn't read it. Um, she got me some other stuff. I read those, and she ended up reading it. And I kept, I'd heard about it. I kept hearing about it. Um, and finally, uh, she's like, you got to You've got to read this. Saga was so good. She doesn't read comic books. And she's like, this is so good. Um, and I finally got into it, reading it. And it's I a mean, great it's story. It's Brian K. Vaughn. It's so good. And the, the imagery so is so strange. It is. Like, you got the people. Yeah, like you were saying that there's people with literally TVs, TVs for, for heads. heads. Yeah. I mean, 
You the, just one of the one of the um, assassins is a spider lady with like six tits <laughs> and missing one two sets yeah, of her she's arms. So weird, like, and she's an assassin because there's like the two, lying cat. Yeah, there's uh, and the, yeah, lying cat, which is actually way more popular than anything else that's going on. I right know, now. right? Lion cat has because like doesn't lie. Yeah, she's lying. If you were to uh, swipe uh, swap his name around, he would sound black. Kayvon <laughs> Bryan. <laughs> But um, just thought you should know that. Yeah, yeah. But that's been another one that like it's pretty far in now. I think it's around twenty six, twenty seven issues in now. Um, and it's a little bit more on the like. It's it's not a horror comic. It's so it's but it's it's been fabulous. He's a great writer. Uh, you, uh we had talked about earlier before the uh, podcast, Sex Criminals. I. Mm finally picked up the first um trade of that um because that's uh frac uh what's his name matt fracton fracture i can't remember he also sure. did the hawkeye i believe but the um new hawkeye? yeah yeah and, and that's the, matt i think he also did huh matt, matt fraction uh, it starts fl- with an f flaction something like that anyway he's doing sex criminals uh essentially there's this girl that um, the new Hawkeye is amazing. Oh, absolutely! That uh, finds out that anytime she has an orgasm, it stops time, and she can just kind of do whatever, um, and no one else is uh, aware of it. Um, she grows up, you know. She's twenty five, thirty years old, and she gets with this guy, and then all of a sudden, after an orgasm, they're both not stopped. And he's like, oh, my God, you know about this? How did this, what is going on? Um, and it's kind of just their relationship after that, after finding out that, like, there's other, there's someone else that can do this. Um, and, again, I've only read the first trade. It's been one I've been meaning to get into for a while. I finally picked it up, like, last week or the week before, and I'm, I wish I'd gotten into it before because it's, it's fabulous. Uh, as Marvel goes, they're about to start Secret Wars. Which, if you've read any of the other Secret Wars. How many Secret Wars have there been? There have been two so far. The first one was the one where we got the Black Spider-Man. Both of the other ones were essentially giant toy commercials. I know the one where... where you got the Spider-Man suit. Yeah, you got the black suit, Spider-Man. And the second one, I don't think really anything good or real came out of it. Uh, but this is a new one. It's kind of one of those things where it's not. It sort of is like there's going to be battle world, quote unquote. Um, it's being split into different stories. So you're going to, um, if you haven't read Old Man Logan, pick that one up because that's our, yeah, because that's a great story. But there's going to be a whole part of the world in Battle World that has like five or six more comics that go with Old Man Logan. Really? World War Hulk. Yeah, there's going to be a no, whole another set of. Uh, things that go along with World War Hulk. Uh, day, days of Future Past, there's going to be Years of Future Past, so there's going to be stuff like probably that has to do with that timeline. Uh, Spider-Verse, which is one of the new ones, I think uh, there's going to be stuff with that. The whole entire thing sounds kind of convoluted. They're trying Essentially what it sounds like is they're trying to... Um, uh, Hickman has been playing this game with uh, the new Avengers, which has the Illuminati in it where the the world's the multiverse is crashing into itself and the precipice is the, is the earth is um the our world and 
um, whenever it's about to crash, the only thing that either you destroy one of the Earths or the entire universe is going to be destroyed. So essentially the Illuminati have been going around destroying entire Earths. Um, and most of them have been like already destroyed, but as it's gotten further and further along, it's gotten more and more complex and it's happening more and more often. Um, and that's been a really dark story for, especially for Marvel. Um, sometimes you have things that are like kind of dark in Marvel, but this one's been pretty dark. Um, so you have the, like all one of the last ones that I read, um, the everyone was like, okay, well, we have to blow up this other Earth. There, this one is actually populated. We have met some of the people on this Earth. Um, we have this bomb that will destroy it, and they kind of pass around the trigger, and no one's able to do it, and Namor finally goes up and yanks it away from him and says, I'm going to do it. And uh, everyone gets pissed at him. And it's just like... And then Debo throws it out of the barge window. What now? And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh but uh so all of that is going towards like I love that you use Debo. Debo. <laughs> like, that's so, his name, isn't it? Yeah. Debo? <laughs> I'll take the name. I I'm uh, pretty sure it's his 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 biological, biological name. name. Yeah. Um so all that's of that's so leading cool. up to eventually they're not gonna be able to do that and it's all gonna combine into Battle World or something. Battle World Which I think is the worst thing ever yeah, but monster they're... trucks it'll make sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um x-men versus grave <laughs> but uh, sunday 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 they'll sell you the ticket for the whole seat Watch all leave jesus the at the church blaze doesn't like that shit but um yeah, that that's what's going on in Marvel right now. So a lot of the stuff that like the actual good stuff to read is a lot of the one-off stuff. The early uh, Ellis Moon Knight's run was absolutely incredible. I think it was six or seven issues long. That, the the Hawkeye Moon Knight was good. No, that's the what I'm Moon saying. Was good, yeah. Yeah, the uh, I'm Hawkeye. With you. Oh, okay. You I thought you were disagreeing. Um, after that, I haven't really read a whole bunch of it. It's been fine. Almost all the X-Men stuff is eh right now. Um, the new, Like I said, New Avengers is great. I definitely recommend that. Um, I don't re The new Star Wars stuff that they've done with Marvel, I, it's been really good. Really I was afraid because some of the Dark Horse stuff had been excellent. Just some of the recent Dark Horse stuff. I'm going to say something right now that will make all of you hate me. Do you hate Star Wars? And then... Everything that I said about you guys on Facebook, <laughs> you guys can just kick the shit on me in your front parking lot, and like that'll be that. Um, I've seen one Star Wars film. Wow, A New one? Hope. Okay, the original. And you just quit after that? I saw it when I was oh okay twenty eight. Okay. Really? Well, that's one and done. That's what I always yeah. say. Irving Kirshner. Uh, um. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch the original trilogy. Watch the I wanna, original. I want to yeah. watch it just to watch it. I'm actually right yeah, there with you. The I, I, I watched, the, ori I watched the, real, uh, the original trilogy when I was five, I think, give or take. And at that time, I just wasn't 
into it. Wasn't my thing. I stayed up all night with a friend. We watched all three of them in one night. Yeah. So I was really burned out. But I, I revisited around the same age of twenty eight, give or take. It was only a year or two ago. But I will say, they're pretty good, man. It, it's worth the watch. I mean, like, and, and that sounds so weird saying like about Star yeah. Wars because so many people love Star Wars. But to someone that's Live never watched it. it. It's yeah. worth the watch, man. I mean, like I'm, I'm listen, 84 right here, man. Same age, so like it's worth the watch. The the keyboard player in our band, Bobby, is. Oh, I think he's. I don't think he's as nuts as you are with Star Wars. Blaze reads the it books. It seems like like the actual literary books. It seems like there's Star I've Wars, the and then there's like made up Star Wars, and then there's like fan fiction Star Wars, and then there's like shit that like Blaze came up with, and only he knows <laughs> Blaise about Blaze fiction Star Wars. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and I, Bobby's in there somewhere, but like having like two huge Star Wars nerds. In the band, like I feel like it's very effective. Wait, I really wait till May the fourth. I really need yeah, to man. watch it because, like everything from that time period, like I really love. Like I think, yeah. like Indiana Jones is like amazing, flawless until he turns into an eighty-year-old piece of shit in the diamond skull yeah but shia gave him a son shia or whatever he really shined in that one. shia labeouf shia shined yeah. yeah but i mean i guess um, that's yeah. all i can say is like Just for kidding. star wars i haven't read any of the comics but like i've actually been i i wasn't that interested when dark horse was i kind of wanted to read the uh one where they uh retook the the, the actual script the star wars the, the star wars which i, I have to all read of that. those and those yeah. are great um but with with them with Marvel now relaunching it, I yeah. have been very interested in it. Blaze. I will say, uh, from what I hear, especially from my roommate Rocky, is that the new Marvel Star Wars is amazing. No, they're great. But I will say Dark Horse had amazing runs of Star No, they Wars. absolutely did. They but, absolutely uh, did. One thing I will say uh, for Chris is that, uh, Chris, did you like RoboCop 1 and 2? I liked all the RoboCops, even the shitty ones. Okay, well, one and even though Frank Miller wrote them, and I really Robocop versus Terminator, like you about to reference Frank Miller. Um, I love Frank Miller's writing. Frank Miller was awesome, like, like 80s Daredevil was awesome. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns, I thought was. Kind of iffy. Nah, fuck you. That's a good story. Year one, I, I thought. Like year one, I thought great. Batman Year One was that's an amazing story, and like the Daredevil Year One, the Fall from Grace, uh, Reborn, from Grace, yeah. um, all of that stuff classic, was classic amazing. Stuff, yeah. And when I first started part, reading Sin City, I thought Sin City was really good. Man, we're talking City about talking about Terminator, but Goddammit, Robocop. Then, but then I heard uh, interviews with Frank Miller, and I realized, like, oh, this isn't like a Quentin Tarantino, like, haha, like whatever. Frank Miller, like, is Frank, Frank Miller, fan. like, really means this shit. Like, yeah. that dude's fucking nuts. Yeah, I don't like him anymore. But <laughs> Frank I, Miller's crazy, man. But like, I, yeah. my original point was, if you like, you have a point. Any of the first two, yeah, is there a point to this, Blaze? God. Please. I like RoboCop. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you like was, those first two, same director as Empire Strikes Back, Irvin Kershner. I and said I was going to watch all of them. 
Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Is so not yeah, that, not that one, shit where one time Darth Vader's a crying us. kid. I'm not watching no, that that's shit. Return of the Jedi. But the first three. I'm well, not I'm, Return of the oh, Jedi. Oh, you're talking about Phantom you're, Menace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. One we're time, getting no. real off track because at the end of the day, Comic Robocop books. is extremely good. And if you read Robocop vs. Terminator, the early comics, and it, it, we're talking about modern stuff. We're really going way back. Yeah, here. that's like the 70s. Those things. are there was well, it's well, great. I've seen guess. the original Star Wars. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, we're, we're just getting off track about comics. But I'm just saying, those yeah, are great it. comics too. Yeah, the art's really good. Um, it's Frank Miller wrote. I th- um, he didn't do all the art. There was another gentleman uh, that fought. he did a lot of Thor stuff now. Uh, mm-hmm. his his name's Ralph. I can't remember his last name. I'm terrible. Oh, last are name. you talking about the Dark Knight Returns? No, I'm still talking about Terminator. Oh, Terminator <laughs> and because he's talking saying, about Terminator comic books. Like, we don't people, know how people give Frank Miller shit like all the time. No, but, Frank like, the Miller's terrible a, art in the Dark Knight Returns. His but art, he didn't do any of that. His art, art is that was a guy. His last name's like Valby or something. His, his art is absolutely horrible. He just did the covers, but he's a good, but yeah, he's a good uh, artist. He's a yeah. decent artist. He's a great writer. Frank Miller does good covers. Yeah. When but, it comes down to but it. But that's it. Modern comics, there's some good stuff. I think Ray gave us a way more than he should have a list. If you if you put your fucking fingers down, Ray. Well, he gave you three, I think. That Yeah. It no, took you that long one. to tell us three? <laughs> you long-winded old bastard. Someone should have gave that guy an ice cream cone told him to go outside and talk about like when times were better. I'm really interested in Saga, though. Saga is Saga. I will say what you were saying about like television head people like talking to each other. That seems like some like 80s Cronenberg shit. I really want to read that. Saga is worth a a great. You can pick up the trade for like. Five to seven dollars. It's pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Uh, The first one. It's definitely worth worth. The, uh, the effort, witches, again, has been great. Sex criminals, fabulous. These are all things that everyone's kind of reading right now. Um, but, yeah. We'll end it with that. So, Nerds to Get Laid, here's our suggested reading. And if you listen to it, you know it. Saga is the only one I can really agree with. I haven't read anything yeah. else. Tell, tell us what you're reading because one of the things I really want to do is I actually earnestly really want to get on board with some DC Comics but I've tried a few things, and I haven't liked any of them. Like, Batman, I'm fine with. Batman's good, but Batman's not my jam yet. So uh, I'm trying to find that. Let us know what you're reading, what you think's awesome. Tell us and let us know. Yeah. Nerds get late sometimes. Thank you for this episode of the podcast.